Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Basically, Pakistan's tournament, World Cup, is hanging on this ball. They lose, they're done. Evans in, right arm around the wicket. Balls, the ball is cupped. Last night here at Perth Stadium, Pakistan's tournament is now in tatters and Zimbabwe is still alive. Uh, and one man who will continue the coverage of the T20 World Cup for Fox is the best in the business and the man who sits in that chair for 30 weeks a year, and that is uh, Gilly, who is in Melbourne. And Gilly, as we welcome you, did you stay up to wee hours to watch Zimbabwe do their thing last night over here in Perth? Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, guys. <laughs> Best in the business, first of all. Hang on, mate. Look, I've just been flicking through a bit of social media, mate, and I think there's only one best in the business, and it's, uh, it's the name T. Gossage. Oh, as, no, you keep, as I've heard, you've been telling everybody that wants to listen, but um, with good reason, mate. Congratulations to you on a wonderful call. Jeez, oh, uh, Hoggy gave you nothing, didn't you? <laughs> you, had, you had to list. You had to list, but you, you delivered in space, oh, as you always do, Goss. Um, mate, I, uh, I'm going to put my hand on my heart and say I, I did a game yesterday afternoon in Sydney. Um, uh, that was um, the first of a double header at Sydney, and obviously then the, after Sydney, I went over to, to you guys in Perth. And in the meantime, I flew to Melbourne uh, after my game and got down here, got to the hotel, uh, watched. I was watching it, watching it, and it, I think it was about. 38 required off about 30 there or thereabouts you know the numbers better than me but <laughs> three down and it was like yeah i'm drifting off i'm going i'm gone so uh and then you know like the rest of them or most of the east coast got up this morning to see that stunning result looked at the highlights and uh wow it's just um it's, it's been remarkable with this tournament already for upsets and and you just get the feeling that might not be the last so maybe there will be a lifeline for pakistan down the track through a a, a shock result somewhere else, but what, a, what an amazing game and um, yeah. Yeah, entertainment plus. Well, we now focus on Australia, don't we? And tonight they play England. It's, this is one of the key marquee games of the tournament at the MCG, but it all lies in the heavens. And we know that uh, it has been wet on the East Coast. You've been a part of it, Gil. It's been up and down the coast, in particular through New South Wales and also a bit in Adelaide as well, as well as Melbourne. What's the weather looking like at uh, just before quarter past 10 on game day over there in Melbourne this morning? Yeah, well, when I left the hotel this morning uh, with the joggers on, I was uh, 
greeted with reasonably clear skies. But by the time I got around the can a couple of times, it was bucketing down. So um, it's uh, it's grey skies, but I must must say, just the forecast in general is suggesting that there might be some nice breaks. It's literally not raining at the moment, but yeah, it's it's grey, a little bit gloomy. It's tell you what, it's cold though. It's only about thirteen or fourteen degrees. So sort of going to the MCG, I'm expecting to see uh, see the Eagles running out against Collingwood or something. <laughs> not Australia, but England. But we'll we'll wait and see. But fingers crossed it clears. Yesterday in Sydney was. The forecast was sort of pretty average, and then it, it cleared beautifully and with a, a cracking afternoon and evening of cricket. So, um, yeah, let's hope it, it holds off. If the heavens do open up, what's the minimum amount of overs which constitutes a game? Because it is a big game for both sides, both having one loss already. Australia's net run rate isn't quite so flash, and England are still above them in the table. And we all know that the top two teams go through to the semi final. So, what is the minimum? Yeah, uh, five overs, Shep, is the number. So that's, a, that's proper backyard cricket stuff, that, isn't it? <laughs> but, uh, but that's and, and we saw down in in Hobart um, in South Africa's first match against Zimbabwe, they got to uh, it became a five over reduced game effectively. It got reduced to nine overs and then got trimmed down to five. And they they were three point one overs into it innings and they couldn't even finish the, the, the last of the five overs. So. It's fine lines, but yeah, this this is effectively. You would think if results go the way <laughs> that we we expect down the track, this is almost a knockout game. Really, it's the way it's fallen, and uh, and with rain around, it makes it all the more challenging. I think Australia loves to chase, or we know that Finches stay true to that formula that worked last year in the World Cup, and and that's the way to go when there is rain around. Probably to to chase, so you know exactly what you. You're going to do uh, so, yeah. A huge, huge expectation on everyone. Um, expected eighty thousand crowds. So hopefully the weather doesn't wash them away. But um, a lot to look forward to. There's been a bit of noise around about selection, about certain players out of form. Players shouldn't be in the side. What's your opinion? Do you reckon they stick with the same lineup tonight? I, I think they will. I think they'll. Uh, I guess the first first point to that, and as you know, mate, from the amount of top-level sport you play, not everybody is always in touch and getting results at the same time. It's just the nature of sport, team sport. But even more so in T20 cricket, you, you don't need that. I mean, Marcus Stoinis did prove that last, well, three or four nights ago in Perth, that even with his captain at the other end battling away and just fighting for his cricketing life, um, it only takes one player in a T20 game to come off. And Stoinis did that, completely flipped that game on its head and, uh, and they win. So very rarely is everyone in, um, in good touch at the same time delivering results. And, and typically, you know, if, you, if your top order, your top three are scoring mountains of runs, all of a sudden people start criticising the middle order because they're not, you know, they haven't produced many results and then they get nipped out a couple of times. But that's because they're not getting the chance because the top order are getting the run. So it's a delicate balance, but I think the same team will play bowling. There's been a couple of little comments around Pat Cummins possibly, but again, if you know if, if he's not getting it done, someone else is, and that's been the way of this team for a little while. So they all know that they're, they're just tight margins in this format, and the longer the game, the more chance you've got to recover, and vice versa, the shorter the game, you can get exposed. So uh, I think they'll stay with the same team, Shep. I, I think they'll try and show confidence. Matt Wade has COVID, mm. but believes that he is uh, really minor symptoms and, and he's going to be fit to play. But, but what I will say on the back of that, 
I have slipped down to Puma. <laughs> I've got myself a fresh set of keeping gloves. I broke them in last night and I'm ready. Um, um, yes, and you would do a, a fantastic job. Hey, I'm looking at the radar right now, and I'm looking at the uh, 256-kilometre radar, the massive yep. front that's crossing Melbourne right now. Then there's a gap, and then the next front is coming through Geelong. But behind that, there's nothing. So I have a sneaking right. suspicion... Albeit you've got a double header there. The first one they might not get through, but tonight's game, I'm no weatherman, but I have a sneaking suspicion I can read radars and I reckon we might get tonight's game up and running with no damage. Oh, that would be brilliant. That would be brilliant. I like this Gostradamus at, <laughs> at his finest. He normally leaves it for the races, but uh, he's known for the weather. And what the, you know, the moral to my story about my run, yeah. don't run. Don't go no, running. No, so that's it's stupid. Bad for your health, not only it's bad, that. It's bad for cricket. Not only that. Not only did you say, oh, yeah, the tan. You said a couple of times around the tan. That, mate, that's just arrogance. You don't do a couple of runs. You do one around the tan and that's it. Yeah, might have been a bit of mail on that job. <laughs> anyway, uh, I just stuck it through there just, to, just for those that are uneducated to think I'm pretty good at it. Uh, yeah, mate. Um, just in regards to the, the coverage, it's absolutely brilliant. I mean, I can't imagine the behind-the-scenes logistics of it. And, you know, people don't understand when you're a commentator, You uh, not, not for radio for, as such, but for, for TV, you've got a director, a director's assistant telling you what camera, go to here, go to there, go to what, go to this, go to that, and they're constantly talking in your ear. Um, you work for Fox predominantly. This is a, an ICC uh, broadcast event. Is it different, Gilly? Is it different behind the scenes and what you're used to and how are you coping with that? Oh, mate. <laughs> it's a bit like, uh, actually, it's reminding me a bit of like the IPL when I first went to the IPL, the Indian Premier League, and you go there and you've had all your cricket in your own sort of cultural environment and then you're in the Australian team, you know, fortunate to be in the Australian team for 10, 12 years and, you, and you've got your structures and your methods. And then you go to the IPL and you've got six or seven different nationalities, about five different languages within your team. You've got people coming in from all different backgrounds and, 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 um, and types that are, are there, different opinions. And it all gets thrown in the mix. It's been a bit like that, actually. You got, uh, you're on air, you're trying to talk and disguise something and then you've got a, a director... It's the first time they've worked with the producer, who's the first time they've worked with the uh, assistant director, and, and they're all talking to you at the one time, trying to tell you to do something while you're trying to talk to someone out on TV. So, um, so anyway, hopefully it's coming across oh, it's okay. Beautiful. It's, it's, it's been beautiful. an awesome experience. It, it, it is, as you know, Goss, um, you know, over three decades in the industry, you're always learning. You're always just finding out something new and, and then, but the beauty of it all, and as you yourself, you captured it so wonderfully for all the listeners, it's live sport, it just never ceases to deliver and you can, you never know what you're going to get and that's the beauty of it and that's what makes it so exciting yeah. to be a part of. Well well put. I mean, it, it, people don't understand. It's not just blokes with microphones or like men and women with microphones. It is so much happening behind the scenes. Uh, I will say this, self-indulgent as I can be, uh, I met Ian Bishop last night. What a beautiful human being. I, I chatted to him with five <laughs> minutes talking about West Indies cricket. He was very circumspect. He was very measured. But what a beautiful man. Is he Is he one of not the nicest people you've met in cricket, Gil? Mate, it wasn't real nice when he was charging him with a little red pill and he trying to bowl 150 at you. But I tell you what, I've got to know him since, and absolutely, he's uh, he's a gentle giant, one of the one of the fine statesmen of the game now. And, and again, that's the beauty of working alongside so many different nationalities and, and catching up with people like you know Sean Pollock, who used to also run in and knock my off stump over for fun and worked with him yesterday, and Dale Stain and Sonny Gavaska. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's some good people out there. I don't know if Hoggy's hat is worse or Danny Morrison's, but anyway, I'll leave that to the listeners and the viewers. <laughs> hey, Gilly, uh, KO has every match of the World Cup ad break free in play. Watch it exclusive to Fox Cricket. It's available on KO. We appreciate you coming on, mate. Uh, Camo's filling in for you, but he's now in Melbourne with you for the races. Shep's in off the bench. It's a rotating uh, seat, <laughs> mate. But, uh, mate, have you, got the, have you got the Aussie game tonight? Have you got the game? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah, game on, mate. Good game stuff. On. Thanks for joining us, mate. Legend. See you, boys. Adam Gilchrist joining us there. Gilly, one of the all-time good fellas, the Fox commentator, of course, and as we say in the headlines, occasional SENWA breakfast co-host. And